Promo Kings Radio. I got my big homie Jason Kibble from BCB on the line right now. What up, big homie? It's all good, man. We here, man. So for for those who don't know, Jason Kibble was the cat who put me down with Def Jam back in 94-95. Now I mean I met him on a, a promo run. He was I was working at a hotel. He was in the in a hotel on some marketing run with um I believe it was 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 it Onyx who was with you that um in the hotel? Yeah, we had we had Onyx. Matter of fact, I think it was Onyx and Redman or something like that. Could, Onyx, Onyx, Onyx and Red and Meth or something like that. We was pushing at the time. No matter of fact, it was the it was the group crew because they was there and Onyx and crew, Onyx and crew, and I. And I was working in the hotel, and I really didn't know what I wanted to do in that during that time, as far as like rapping or being part of the industry. And this shit just fell. Oh, you was a kid in high school. Yeah, this yeah. my nigga. This shit fell in my lap. Mom had, you, mom had you working at the Marriott. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, God, my nigga, we was checking in at the front desk. And that shit turned. Like yesterday. And that shit turned out to be something special, homie. Something special, you know what I mean? So, so BCB is, is is a company dealing with what right now? What what does BCB deal with? Bosses creating bosses, man. It's all about that, man. We yo, 
we on that each one peach one vibe, man. So a few years back, um, my family was Mayor John Street. Uh, or is Mayor John Street. He's, he's, he's part of the family, man. It's, you know, born and raised, everything, man. He's been around for all my life. And um, some other people in the city that supported pretty much the, the, the you know, Philadelphia is a, is a black love city, man. It's all about love, you know what I mean? For real, it's about family, because everybody's family. Mm-hmm. But um, um, there was a, a, a woman that that owned the, the top PR firm that that supported and, and campaigned and pretty much got every black mayor elected in the city of Philadelphia. And so her name is Lana, Lana D. Felton. Dope. And um and um well, I might be saying it on Lana Felton D. And um her family is good good close friends with with me, you know. And um so her nephew and her son, we kinda of formulated this company, man, because it was all about each one teach one, you know. Um, what can we do to create a company in the city that would inspire and 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 mentor the kids and the youth of the city so they came up with bosses creating bosses with the name and um you know we we, we formulated it incorporated and got everything going man and at the time i was street was still in office so i was campaigning the the mayor's office of health and fitness and um you know fat farm supported we got Three to five thousand pairs of sneakers and gave them away to the city. The whole city, Philadelphia police force got a pair. Um, everybody that joined the health and wellness program got a pair and stuff. So that was the whole concept. And in the beginning, of bosses creating bosses. You know what I'm saying? So we we grooming the youth, we teaching them, mentoring them that you know there's more to life than just basketball and music because. Family is a politician, he's the mayor of the city, we got doctors, you know, doctors and lawyers. And so just grabbing their attention from the entertainment world and then kind of sparking the, 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 the brains to think broader than just entertainment. That was the concept. So with that, you know, building the foundation and, and coming from the grassroots, you know, being a general in the streets, man, on the street teams, keeping it going and, and, and transforming into the digital world. One uh, of my, my best friends is Rampage from the Flipboard Squad. And so he was passing some gems back to me, like, yo, 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 kid, man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pay my respects, man. You know, you taught me a lot, you showed me a lot in the radio game. I need you to jump in with me. Big shout out to Ramp. What up? What up, Ramp? Big shout out to the first lieutenant of football squad. You already know. Yo, me and Ramp got some funny stories, boy. Yo, Ramp had. Ramp is a funny nigga, yo. One time, one time we was rolling in the in the car. I think I forgot. I think. Cause my young boy Adrian too with, with me and shit. Now I mean, he used to roll with me, and then we um we had with somewhere I think the studio in Portsmouth or something. 
And like here, um, I had my little high rise apartment and shit um, over there for um, Grammy Street. So the nigga, um, um, I think he pulled up. I rode with him. Yeah, he pulled up and came and got me. And I think I came or either yeah, because I was in the, in the passenger seat. My other homie was in the car with us too. I think he was driving, yo. That nigga had a song called "Doodle on the Stick" or some shit, yo. <laughs> Yo, my nigga, yo. What I say, yo, man. Me and my nigga be talking about that shit to the day, yo. We, yo, rap was like, yo, rap was high as what, yo. Rap was like, yo, Trey got some fire for you, yo. And he got there, start doing that shit in the car, yo, man. Yo, I like the fucking goddamn die, bro. Yo, that's the fuck. You've been putting okay, in the work. Trace, Trace Styles, in his work. Nah, man. Thank you. Radio. Thank you, homie. And, 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 and uh, you know, that's just a component, man. So, got a platform for, for Trey to put his show on. And, and everybody else that I came in contact with across, you know, the, the, the years that, that we've been grinding in this thing. And, um, you BCB know, Radio. And, um, BCB. Mafia podcast every Friday. You know what I'm saying? You catch the reruns of, the, uh, of my, my, my man, Miss Bleak, and, and, and the nephews and the cousins and all of that. You already know the fan. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody over there. And um, got a few others. Got, got, you know, Don DeMarco, DJ Don DeMarco, Kate, Rock Vader, KB on the, on, on the, on the shows three times a week. They got the fire mix shows coming out on BCB Hip Hop every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Oh, you got heavy hitters. 8 to 12. Come on, man. We are heavy hitters, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to, shout out to Desert Storm, Tornado Gang, Top Tier Playlist. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Big, like, that's what we doing. Big dogs. Big dogs. We working, man. Like I said, I always yeah. pay homage to you because, like, like you saw something in me at an early age that 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 keep me existing right now, bro. You saw the drive and the hunger in me, and you knew I wanted to be a part. You know, I wanted to be a part of the culture. You know what I mean? So I grew up as a, I grew up as part of the culture. Like when niggas was doing all kind of other shit. You know what I mean? I was I was going to the high school with the with the new Jay Z in the in in the book bag, the new Foxy Brown, the new DMX. The, like, niggas to this day remember, like, yo, you sold me DMX album before that shit hit the stores. Like, you sold me the new yeah. Streets is Watching shit. Like, and I was got them getting money. Now, I mean, I could talk about this shit now. I don't give a fuck. I was getting money in high school. Like, I was selling them shits for, like, $20 a pop, a single, a, a, a CD. <laughs> now, I mean, and niggas was buying them. They couldn't get it nowhere else. So, 
Know what I mean? I was going ham with it, bro. You know what I mean? Hit the lunchroom. Y'all got like seven copies of the new fucking Jay-Z album, new DMX album, new Ja Rule niggas looking for me. Straight up. Man, you do your job service the oh yeah, I think. Days in your but that's the you thing. Know, I would have to. I would have to go see them niggas. You gotta, you gotta live off the spoils of it, man. So those are the spoils that come with the game. The and then, you know, you got a couple extras that are, that'll be able to get you some gas money and some food on the yeah. table. You know what I mean? While you're out there working them records, man. That's, the, that's how you work. The industry was way... It ain't, it ain't no overnight, really. You gotta work, work that, the records. Man. It ain't, yeah, yeah, it's a job, bro. But you know what? More than anything, it was billing relationships, too. Those little, I mean, I go, I, I go into the little pizza shops or wherever... Like, you know what I'm saying? At that time, I want a lot of money flowing around. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? But I would go. The whole business has always been built off of relationships. Off of relationships. The number one one first rule in the music business is we don't take unsolicited music. Yeah. So, So that means your manager or... Somebody has to be the one to say, I buy that record. Mm -hmm. I guarantee that record. Mm -hmm. That record is hot. That's my that's my guy. That guy puts in work. So that's a relationship. Somebody has to know you or to really follow your trail in order to speak like that about you. So, you know, put in work. Let's go. It's a job. You got to work that record. You got to shake hands. You got to go, you know, be friends with some DJs to get them to feel your vibe and be able to really give you honest feedback on your stuff and, and, and how you rolling and all of that stuff to really say you hot. Yo, but for, for, for a teenager, see, a lot of people don't understand. Like, a lot of cats that was in the game were kind of like, you know what I'm saying, really doing it was, like, older than me, like, at least probably, like, 18 and up. To be experiencing this shit at, like, 15, 16 is, like, like a, a regular person can't even imagine this shit. Like, like I had stories going back to high school the next day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I might have yeah. went, went to the club with y'all at Pizzazz or Shadows or Picasso. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I remember y'all would go and hit Captain 85 or Mike from Picasso's shout and be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Shout out Captain 85, Mike, shout out Mont. Yeah, shout all out, of them. Shout out Darren. Come on, man, that's the fan right there. But they accept me in that shit. Anybody else that was my age could never even see what the shit looked like. But just because I was a part of that brand, I got to experience some shit early age. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got to see the the main artists, you know what I'm saying, walking in the Ja Rules and the DMXs and and the Hard Night Life and all of that that cats see on documentaries or whatever. But I I was there, like I was sitting in the corner, like you know what I mean, you soaking there, it all yeah. up. Like I was like, so I think that helped kind of build my character character over the years, because it was like a lot of this stuff I didn't have to imagine. It was like almost like a dream come true, but it became almost like my lifestyle or whatever. But it was it was yeah. what I it, it, I had full front row seats on everything. You know what I mean, from how the industry worked, from the politics. So now. As it hits 2020, it's a lot of stuff that's different. Even how DJs get their music or whatever. Like, we didn't come from that. We had had to bring the vinyls and 
and like big, like is it was crazy. Like you might have like about yeah. two pieces of uh, everything. How, did, how do you remember how the vinyl used to get to you? And the box, big ass boxes and shit. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't no, it wasn't no emails. Though. We wasn't emailing nobody, no records, my niggas. My first day at Def Jam. Welcome to Def Jam. Is what everybody told me from Michael Kaiser, from Ed Lover's sister at the front door, to Michael Kaiser walking through the hall, to 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 Judy Green Greenwall, to Kevin Lyle, wow. to Lior. Everybody told me from Rob Love and all of that, welcome to Def Jam. All right, my first day at Def Jam, I walked past a little closet room, and there was a two eight-foot tables in there, probably three of them in a U-shape. Actually, it was three eight-foot fold-up tables, nothing but cardboard boxes in there stacked up to the ceiling. Final. Full, full, full of boxes and tables, and like kids in there just back around. They were stuffing two dub records in the envelopes, mailing them out. When, uh, at the time you came over Dev Chair, was cassettes was still in or we cassettes was, pushing, was going out? We was pushing cassettes, vinyl, and CDs just came into play. CDs had just like, came. Just okay. Came. CDs was in for a while, but we was pushing cassettes, vinyl, and CDs. And what year, around what year, what year was that? Oh, bro, that was 94, 95. Okay, Where? so you had, before. that's before you moved, moved to Virginia. Simmons presents the show. Yeah, this before I moved to VA. Yeah, so that's why I say that's why I know. Yeah, it was that's why. I, so that was ninety five. It had to, it had to be like it had to be ninety six, ninety seven when we linked. Yeah, you're right. It had to be ninety six, ninety seven because you had got down here. You had probably just got down there. I think you had just moved into the crib and all that. Yep, just moved down there. Rob was doing his birthday coming up, and uh, right right off the cuff, we was on tour, but right off the cuff, we was bringing out crew, and Onyx was still, Onyx was still popping, you know what I'm saying? Onyx was still crushing that thing, word. Mm, so, mm. so, you know, we was doing an Onyx tour, they was coming through doing some pregame stuff for Rob Love for his birthday. Yeah, you know I mean, and, and uh, we were setting it off. We actually we were doing two shows that night, one in Norfolk, Virginia Beach area, and then we was actually we we stopped at the hotel just to check in for the hotel rooms and shot straight mm. to Richmond that night. Yo, man, we didn't even stay there that you night. You know what? Yeah, because I think I did because you told me to get with you because I was billing with them. I really like it was just like something that supposed to happen at that time because I really this was kicking it with um one of the crew members. Um, from the group crew, and I was like, "Yo, I want to be, I want to be in the game, but I don't really want to rap." I didn't come to them like, "Yo, I'm trying to," you know what I'm saying? Because at that time, everybody was rapping, but I didn't come to them like, "Yo, I'm trying to be a rapper." None of that. I was like, "Nah, I'm just trying to be a part of this shit." Simple and plain. I was like, "Yo, I'm trying," and they was like, "Yo, my man over here, he handled, know what I mean, you know what I'm saying, all the marketing or whatever. You might want to link with him." So that was it. That was the com- that was the conversation. We exchanged numbers. I think, like you say, you bounce. I think I didn't get with you probably like till middle of the week or something. You know what I mean? Like right. it was like a like I know it felt like a weekday, and I went over there. You know what I mean, came check you out the um the beach spot that you had. Yeah, 
And then from there, I got to see everything, plaques, all that shit. I knew it was real deal. And from then, I was I was stuck to the hip, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> Facts. I was stuck to the hip. Yeah, I was stuck to the hip. You know what I mean? From, from there, you know what I mean? And then, then you know what i after G and, and Keith and them left, they was running it for a while. And then, then I just graduated to where I needed to be. I started running the marketing and shit. So, I mean, that's how that shit worked, worked out or whatever. It just worked out for the that's better. That's the relationship. That's the whole vouch right there. That's the solicitation. Who's good for the job? My man that was already working with me on the job. Because I even did. I even I even was the college rep for Def Jam. You know what I'm saying? So I had full experience. Street, street experience. College rep experience. So it was like, give me that account. Cut them checks in my name and let's get it going, bro. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. And like I said, the first... First conference call was bugged out because it was like, damn, nobody told me how to operate, do none of that shit. I just just went from it was no uh, crash course in this shit. Like, nigga, just run a market, nigga, break records and run a market. That's your job and do it. Know what I mean? So yeah. from there we went. We went. Be, be, be on the call. Get on the call. What was your favorite album um, doing the Def Jam ever that you was working? What was some of your favorite albums? No, I mean, you enjoyed working on oh, that time. Man. The art of storytelling got to be one of the Come on. Yeah, that was. Man. Yeah, I remember that. Rick the Ruler, man. Yeah. Like, that was a good time. Rick D, man. Like, like, I'm going to tell you, dog. Like, you know, at the end of the day, man, I, I got to just thank Rob Love. I got to thank Kevin Lowe. Big man. shout out to Rob and Kevin, man. But, 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 but first of all, directly from the book of nature. Who Leo, Leo Cole had called you from, from the booking Leo, agent? I came to New York because I, 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 me, like I said, I was born in this, man. You know, I got to shout out my family, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I was born in this, so my drive is different, man. Like, I've been different. I've been, I was born different, bro. Let them know who your family, let them know you can't just drop juice and not let them know who your family is. Yo, I mean, it's all good. You know, we're going to get to it. You know, but I, was, I, don't let, I don't let my difference dictate who I am as far as when it comes to my relationships. Exactly. You got to build your own relationships. You got to get your own relationships on your own. Now you, you do. But what I'm saying is I don't let my, I'm going to say it again, I don't let my difference dictate my relationships. Big. My relationships is pure from the heart. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I if, if we connect and I attach to somebody, I'm attached to the hip. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to approach every situation differently. And so what I'm saying is, knowing where I come from, knowing that my shit is different, I don't let it stop somebody from being welcome. That's real. Because you didn't make me feel, I didn't feel threatened at all. Like, damn, like I couldn't talk to you or nothing. It was like, from from day one, you made, and I was a kid, you could have easily curved me. You could have been like, nigga, get out of here. This is grown people shit, know what I mean? But now you were like, nah, let's work, know what I mean? I'm going to show you everything. And you clearly, like, showed me everything. Like, you know, my whole, my whole vibe, I was, I was, my drive is different. So I, I drew, I, listen. My Russell Simmons presents the show with like this. I, 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 you know, I lived in Pennsylvania, outside Philly. 
I was going to school in Huntsville, Alabama, and I, I, you know, being a promoter in school, I booked Russell Simmons presents the show in Huntsville, Alabama. Dope. Alright, and so I don't know if it was a break. It was a break. Yeah, it was a break. It was like it was like the last day or so on the on the on the winter break after New Year's and I drove from Pennsylvania to New York to go drop my money at the booking agent for the show. Mm. And you know, everybody wires. You wire the money. You transfer the money. You send it to them. They got it. Cool. You got the contracts. Boom. You signed them. Everything's gravy. They come see you. Nah, not me. I want to go meet these niggas. Hand to hand. This, yeah, let's build a relationship. This is my first time. I could have wired it, but this was my motivation. Is like, my drive is different because mm. it's family. I, I was raised under, you know what I'm saying? My, my, my cousin is Mark. Shout out Mark and Joey Kibble. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fan over it. I mean, Take Six, the whole crew, Claude McKnight, uh, 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 Cedric, Dave, um, Zenny. You know, those are my brothers, man. Like, those are my, those are my big brothers. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Big shout outs to my Take cousin. Six, Brian McKnight. If y'all ain't know. Brian McKnight, you know what I'm saying? That's fan. That's, that's his brother's leader of the group, Take Six. You know, that's my family. You know, my Uncle Clifton Davis, man. Shout out to Uncle Cliff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Those are no... I know Clifton. It's crazy. So, you know, it, it's just the, that, that kind of thing, man. So my drive was real. It's like, man, let me go let me go meet my new friends. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's the only saying? right. And, and let them know who I am. Like, let me come in the door because I'm different. Mm. So... You know, my drive was to be mentored by Russell. That was my drive. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was on the cover of Black Enterprise in 92, the year that I graduated. Mm. Sitting on the cover of his Rolls Royce convertible. And they was talking about a 35-year-old with a $35 million empire. Mm. And not, and this is 92? This is 92. Y'all didn't hear that, though. 35-year-old with a $35 million Empire. Man, that's stupid. But but what I'm getting at is this. Look at where we are now. Mm-hmm. These niggas are billionaires. Let's drive around real quick. Promo Kings Radio. Rolling on the 105. I don't drink when I drive. But I gotta do it high, blow the smoke in the sky. Let them drive. It's something you should try. Let me drive real quick. Swear to God, it's a vibe. Got the stainless on my side. On my side. This pretty thing it's by my side. Says she rolling with the vibe. Says she rolling with the vibe. She rolling with the vibe.
If I'm tripping, then I'm tripping. Lambo truck with blue laces. Tell Nipsey it's crippling. Still the 60, still shoot it with precision. He's a strong man, boss. You niggas sit down while you pissing. Picture me rolling like Pac, nigga. But I ain't Pac, nigga. I be in that Beamer with a cock, nigga. Death row chain just for the trip. I'm not affiliated. West side, nigga, so they really hate it. I be out in Las Vegas at the MGM by the crap tables and some MCM. And it's Monday, I'm looking like somebody MCM. Niggas better watch they bitches, I be in DMs. Baby Lane killed pop, niggas killed Baby Lane. Buntry was busting back, Heron died in his chain. A fatal car crash killed Fatal Hussein. R.I.P. Gaddafi, riding down memory lane. Hit me Rolling up for that on the I don't drink when I drive. They call me but I gotta do it high, blow smoke in the sky. In the sky. It's something you should try. Something you should we swear to God, I'm stainless on my side. This pretty thing by my side Says she rolling with the vibe Is she rolling with the vibe I think she rolling with the vibe Bounce 2am I was all alone Lamborghini truck in the Sade All day long just calling my phone You and your friends when to tag alone 2am I was all alone Lamborghini truck in the Sade All day long just calling my phone I went from wanting to be shook to hating shook to fucking with him. 28 years, a long ass time, just fucking with him. Talked to him on the phone the other day about how he could have signed me before Drake. Now I'm back in LA, riding down sunset with my clip full, watching the sunset. Cause this shit cool, life be like that. I'm just trying to catch a vibe, nigga. See some bitches, roll some trees, and get high, nigga. Run up on my Lambo, that's suicide, nigga. Pistol grip, pump on my lap at all times. If the nigga Brian Brian rap, it probably sound like this. Somewhere between Cube and Kiss, I can't miss documentary. Dr. Zaff, when niggas was really going platinum on the math. Executive produced by Dr. Dre, but that's the past. But even now, you play with Dre's name, I'm on your ass. Rolling on the 105. 105. I don't drink when I drive. I but I got it so high. Smoke in the sky. Smoke in the sky. Hit me up for that working and that promotion. I'm out here working. Let's go. Stainless on my side. It's pretty thing by my side.